Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. It's Chris, back with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. It's going to be a fun one. So if you hear a little kid talking, the kids and the sons in the living room watching Fail Army. So you might interrupt time to time. We're going to see what happens. But um, we got a lot of stuff to cover, so we're going to get right at, at it. Because there's actually a, one or two that aren't on here, but I am going to throw them in real quick just because there's some casting news um first thing we got is jared leto has reportedly been cast in the haunted mansion movie um i do know um as says in the next part jamie lee curtis is going to play madame leota in the upcoming haunted mansion movie i'm not sure who jared leto is going to play but um it's kind of wide open with these haunted mansion movies just because i mean there's no real set parts. It's not like besides Madame Leota, I guess the bride is one of them, but she's got multiple husbands. We don't know if they're, they're going to take that route. If they're going to take the actual, um, uh, like make it an actual movie about the haunted house and not about the bride. So we're going to see what happens. Um, I am excited for Jamie Lee Curtis playing Madame Leota just because it seems like she she's she's a good actress and you never know who they're going to get to play those parts. So I'm excited they got her for that. Um, the next one is huge. Uh, the full Andor trailer has been released, um, and they sneakily put they've delayed the release date by a month. Um, and I have a small feeling. It has to do, um, Connor and I were talking about it, and the original release date was, I believe, the week after or the week before um, the premiere of the new Game of Thrones, House of Dragon, and it was right around the same time was also the release of the new Hobbit series on Amazon. So I don't know if they calculated, like, look, we don't want to compete with this kind of stuff or whatnot, but I do know that... It has been delayed, and they didn't even say anything about it. They just delayed it. It was really weird because everyone's like, oh, my God, it's delayed. And I'm like, where are people seeing this? There's no report out by anyone. And all it was was the trailer had the very end was the date. Um, aside from that, I'm very excited. We get to see Mon Mothma. We get to see um, Saw Gerrera, which um, if you guys have followed any of the stuff, he is in uh, Clone Wars. He's in Rebels. He was in Rogue One. He was in um, the uh, video game as well. So it's kind of cool them bringing him through to so many different projects. Um, the worlds look beautiful. The concept looks amazing. Um, and the big complaint everyone always has been saying is we don't want forced users. We don't want people that, with lightsabers. We want just to have a rebellious fight. So um, I'm hoping they stick with the Rogue One uh, type of feel to it. And the cool part is, so I don't know if Tim knows, but the first season will take place over the course of a year, I believe they say. And then the next season, because I think they have already signed up for three seasons, the next two seasons will be scattered out. So they'll time jump and they'll jump forward and they'll move around, um, probably with the intention of putting it towards um, – lining up one way or another with uh rogue one so very excited about that did you actually watch the trailer 
Um, no, but I saw a uh, a commercial for it, and it did, like you said, at the end, it just says coming soon. It didn't say a, a date or anything. I'm like, it was funny because I had just done the agenda. I'm like, oh, hey, look at that. Happy Queen getting, but. <laughs> yeah, no, it, del- I, it got delayed a month. It got basically got delayed a month, and I can't figure it out because it's weird because um, the next topic is the She-Hulk Attorney at Law premiere date delayed to August 18th. Um, the only thing I can think of personally is Mandalorians getting delayed and they're trying to push stuff back to accommodate for another show being delayed for whatever reason. I don't know why. I don't care why. I just think it's kind of, you know, weird a little bit, um, that it all of a sudden, all this stuff is getting delayed. Well, and it's not like it's getting delayed by like a whole, um, like it's not going from like fall to winter or anything like that. Right. It's, just, it's just a month. So, I mean, you just got to wait what, four more weeks. And for me, to me, that means that it's, it's, it's strategic and not yeah. anything other than that. It's legitimately them planning for something. So yeah. Yeah. They got um, something. Yep. These next two things are amazing. Cause I don't even know how this happens, but um, Marvel's Eternals 2 was somehow teased by Patton Oswalt. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I haven't seen too much about it. I just saw that he had leaked it. But, you know, I guess it wasn't a bad movie. It had his, it had its flaws. And I'm okay with the flaws that they have. I was just more of like, you know, I did have fun in it. Some of it didn't make sense. And if you if you actually look like um, I don't know if Tim does this, but well, I know you listen to Disney podcasts, but a lot of the movie podcasts people are like it wasn't a bad movie. There was just lots of stuff that didn't make sense, so it was kind of weird. And Tim doesn't watch the Marvel movies, so this one doesn't make any sense either because it's like it's it's set in separate. It's the same universe but different kind of. Um, but it's weird that you know he was actually spoiler alert in the cutscene playing this. Um, troll looking character and that's how Pat not Patton oswald's tied to eternals too um, but the next one was amazing did you watch the tiktok did i send it to you uh i did you didn't send it to me but i did see it so oscar isaac seems to confirm moon knight season two in video from cairo and the way it plays out it's the daughter of the director and she goes the real question is is there going to be season two she turns the camera to her dad and all you can see is her and then her dad and her dad's like Moon Knight? And he didn't say anything else. And then they turn the camera one more time and it's Oscar Isaac and he goes, Why else would we be in why why of course, why else would we be in Cairo? And I'm like, that is like the most legit way to either leak or it could be a joke. You mean you never know, because they they could legitimately just be in Cairo. Cause I mean, if you spend people don't people forget when people film movies and TV shows in other countries, you kind of do, you know become accustomed to being there you probably make friends so maybe they're you know we don't know i am assuming they are there to scout for locations which would be awesome because i love moon knight i thought it was great um lightning mcqueen and mater are back in new trailer for cars on the road coming september 8th on disney plus um it looks awesome i don't know about you tim but do you feel like this era has kind of made it okay to come back for these kind of sequels because there's a lot of things where people who are in the originals are like i'm gonna come back we don't see very much of the oh it's 
taken three and it's someone else completely and there's just one bad guy that looks familiar or the daughter crosses over you know they replace the whole cast except for some third tier party person right no i think i think uh you know that a lot of them are coming back because it's a whole you know a lot of shorts are happening um so you get oh hey it's not like a full on um sequel or a long uh you know type program or season it's just a whole bunch of little shorts um which is cool because when you do that you could kind of go in and do the voiceover whenever you want and especially now with technology nowadays I mean, you could go to a sound room anywhere um you know true, record true. It, lay it down and then email the track over and hey can we do you know can you do this and that you know again or, or whatever it is as long as you have the right equipment and everything um, i'm pretty sure that i i think um like during the pandemic i think a majority of the people from south park and from um the simpsons they all did it from their homes most of them like that's the one thing i've heard some people like if you get put onto like a, a something that like if you're a voice actor you can put in your stipulation like with your first big gig if you've been doing it for a while and say hey look a part of this is i want my own studio in my house which those ones aren't bad they're like a closet it's it's very yeah. minimal space needed it's a it's a little booth it's like a or a tough shed out back or something in the you know in the garage um it's not you know nothing too crazy and all you really need is just um you know just the proper equipment and make sure that you know it's recorded the right way right and uh all you do is just probably just email it over to whoever it is and you know wham bam thank you ma'am so yeah and, no, that, I, and that <laughs> does it does make it significantly easier so i could see like like you said oh hey this is all you have to do to be in it you know um obviously you're going to want to meet with the people beforehand oh, yeah. you know you, you want to meet with them beforehand to kind of i don't know like establish hey look this is what's going on this is how we're going to take the approach it but i mean after that you're pretty much on your own what you do is pretty much like record your lines on it but but it is interesting like you're saying you do see a lot of the original cast coming back and doing these shorts because i think it you know it is a short they probably don't have to be there for you know months at a time trying to get their the right dialogue the right line on it with it being a full production movie or the short that's a mm -hmm. half an hour so okay it's going to take me you know maybe a day to do each one throw it on my lines or, or whatnot then a couple days just to do um you know the edits to it so but but it is good that like you said you're getting the same people original people coming back um especially mater i mean slavery the cable guy he's kind of got a unique voice yeah exactly especially it's very it's very unique all right, back from one of our little breaks we had to take. Only 12 minutes in, but that's my son. Um, Marvel announces the full lineup of events and first looks and more for D23. If you are at D23 and you know me personally, you listen to this podcast, message me, Roosevelt's, the shirts that I buy and I wear all the time. Connor makes fun of me because he says I'm going to be Mr. Mr. Morrow because that's the shirts that he wears as well. And he's a Florida, he's a World Disney World person. Right. Um, 
I think I'm going to wear it tomorrow. I'm going to the beach. I think I'm going to wear the uh, Rocket Power shirt because it's a beach-themed one. But um, let me know because Roosevelt's RSVLTS are going to be there. Um, but it's pretty basic. Marvel is not pushing anything crazy. I mean, it was so close to Comic. It's so close to Comic Con, and then Disney Plus Day. I don't think anything crazy is going to come out. Maybe something to do with the parks. I'm not expecting anything too crazy, but we're going to see. Yeah, the thing I that, mean, they'll, the, they'll they'll have one thing there because they got to you know save something for each one of these. But it'll be interesting to see what, what it is, or maybe just a whole bunch of, of small things. Uh, possibly. Possibly. Um, the next thing is my most excited. I, 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 nothing else matters in this list after this. Hocus Pocus 2 has been confirmed. Wait, cereal? Yeah. What? Cereal. It's coming this fall. Who's making it? Um, a cereal company. <sighs> I don't know. I didn't look. At, and it's not. It's it's um, animated. Uh, them animated on it it's not them in um, oh uh, that's Kellogg's. sad Kellogg's Disney's Hocus Pocus 2 limited edition berry brew hey um I know I'll be getting that so um right. cheers to that um next the tracks take shape show building go vertical for Super Nintendo World at Universal's Epic Universe let me tell you Tim um, I mistakenly let the kid know about. Remember, we talked about the track for um, Mario Kart. Oh yeah! For a full-on week, he asked me, "Or can we go today? Can we go today? I want to go do today to Mario Kart." And I'm like, "Bud, it's not even open yet." I had to sit with him and watch. It is like a. Um, I think one of the videos. It's it's. I think it's like. A seven-minute video of just them working on it, so you can tell it's not built. Right. So, um, yeah, Tim, that was a very fun um, yeah, couple of days for me. Um, I felt really bad because I was like, oh, man, you know, I told them that they had it, and I was just showing it because I thought it was so cool. You know, like me and you thought it was so cool. But he actually played Mario Kart uh, with Mr. Yeah. Stranger's son. So we yeah. he's played with Mr. Stranger's son Mario Kart. So it's kind of like, oops, daddy made a boo-boo. So um it's exciting to see it come together. Hopefully we'll plan a trip when we go down there for Disneyland. We'll probably plan a trip to go there as well. So um walking the walking the wish full guided tour of Disney Cruise Line's newest ship. Um I did see something about it because there was a big article about what to know about the entertainment on the wish. Cause I believe the entertainment is, is very elaborate. So there's lots of things you can miss. If you, you get, um, let's just say if you, if you get distracted and you're watching one thing, you might miss something you actually truly would love to watch. So, um, I think it is very important to go and, check this out just because there's so much on this ship. It's not even funny. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's huge. And the reason I put it in there is it's actually, that's pretty cool. You know, they have a walking tour on it. It's one of their, um, obviously the newest one. And it's like you said, just so big and there's so much there, um, on it. So, 
Well, and they flat out said, I, um, I'm friends with a couple of travel agents on Facebook and they put, they went on it. Like I think they've been on it two or three times now. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause they were on one of the first ones, like you said, one of the free ones where they got to go on it and mm-hmm. experience yeah. it. And then they took their daughter on it and they were like, legitimately they go, we wish we would have seen this beforehand. Cause it's literally, we missed so much stuff. Cause it's just, it's just so much on there. Oh yeah. No, it's there. Th- literally that's what it is. There is so much. And I think there's some stuff where it's only like one time they do it during the cruise or whatnot. Yep. Um, so it's like, Hey, if you miss it or if there's something else. I mean, sorry. Have you ever been on a cruise before? Uh huh. I've been on a couple. I did my, my senior year. Oh, that's right. The one where you fake played the bass. No, I just show me I the video <laughs> in a in a normal concert. No, you did it also on the cruise ship too, didn't you? Didn't you play no. on the cruise ship? You didn't play on the cruise ship. No, I actually played on the cruise ship. Had to, no, like there was no. judges looking I'm, at us. I'm pretty sure you showed me a video of you not playing it. That was, that was something. No, I couldn't. Or else we get docked points because the judge was uh, right there. Okay. But so I'll never forget. I've been on one cruise to Ensenada. And mm-hmm. um, I'll That's never forget sitting there. And all my family got up early to go play bingo. And I got up and I was later. And the dude running bingo. So, like, for those that don't know, there's, like, maybe two or three Americans that are involved in the entertainment. The rest of them are from people from foreign countries. So you can tell you got to watch out for the Americans because they're usually comedians or they're, like, people that are going to try and mess with you because they're literally living on a cruise ship. So the karaoke dude was from the United States, and then the dude that ran bingo was the comedian on the ship and also ran bingo. And this dude, I saw it coming from a mile away, but he goes, look, a whale, a whale. And I'm like, there ain't no whale. This guy is, and everyone runs. I'm sitting in my chair just sitting there. And he goes, that's exactly where a whale would be if there was one. And I'll never forget that for the rest of my life because I'm like, that dude just bamboozled like 40 people trying to play bingo. And I'm like, uh, uh, cruises are all right. Um, but after all the stuff that's happened recently with them, you know, because even before COVID, they had that one that was stra- st- uh, stuck out on the water, wasn't it, for like three weeks? Yeah. It was stuck. So, well, and then, yeah, because yeah. wasn't that like Legionnaires or something like that? Or I No, that, that was, was the one that the, um, the, uh, impellers went out so they couldn't maneuver and nice. that's what it was the impellers went out and because the impellers were out there was no stabilizer so if you went to go try and uh, hook up to the boat the boat was violently oh, thrashing like, about yeah so you couldn't get close because people don't know they have separate impellers that balance the boat out to deal with rough water and all that stuff like that so um so, so walking in the wish, go ahead and get the full guided tour so you guys know what to uh, expect. Uh, and we have two sad notes. First of which is, um, I'll go with this, the second one first because that did happen first. Um, Pat Carroll, the voice of Ursula and Little Mermaid, has passed away. Um, and then after that, Vince Scully, the voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers, passed away at 94. Longest ever to be an announcer, 67 years with the Dodgers uh, actually started with them in Brooklyn and um, probably personally knew Jackie Robinson. So that is kind of cool. Um, I, my shocking thing for me, for him was not his age, you know, 94, 95, especially his wife passed away. I think it was last year or the year before he's been retired for six years. Mm-hmm. 
That's crazy, man. It felt like it was just yesterday. Yeah, but you got to throw in almost three years of COVID. Yeah, but still, it felt like you retired the year before COVID happened. But it was yeah, before well, that. Yeah. Well, 2015, he stopped doing road games. Yeah, I would say, and there towards the end, he was just doing, um, you know, he didn't do road games. And then he was just doing, you know, like home games or like the California games. Right. Um, on it. But, yeah. And he and did, and he, was, he was doing, I think... Um, I think they did it the smart way. They were transitioning his replacement also at the same time, so it made it feel kind of like a good idea. I, I think it was a good idea with the way they did it, but um, yeah, RIP to both of them. It was, it, 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 I mean, they're older, so I wasn't one of those people like, oh, my life is over. I'm devastated because he's 94 and she was 95. Right. Um, no, exactly. And, and it and wasn't course, like they were young. Yeah, and of course it was fitting that you know he passed the news came out as the dodgers were playing the giants which they swept by the way today today um, yep and um but, they actually did the, i was i'm gonna tip my hat to the giants um for doing a tribute video at the end um of the game that night they scrambled together last night so we're recording this on thursday night wednesday night they did put together a tribute video um because i will say um Giants fans know well, don't take offense, but your announcers are homers, 100% homers. And Tim knows this because Tim's used to what's his face from the Raiders. He's a total homer. That was the announcer for the for the radio for the um, the Raiders. You just get those people. It is what it is. And um, the thing about him was is, is uh, Vin Scully used to do other teams um, I didn't know this. I guess in the 80s or whatever, or 90s, he would do like Sunday night baseball, and it didn't was didn't have to be the Dodgers. And I guess he did a couple World Series as well that was not the Dodgers. So um, he, I always remember listening to him, and I would he, you'd hear somebody else hit a home run that wasn't the Dodgers, and it was weird because you could feel the same excitement, and you know it, it was just really cool. It was really cool. So um, you know the giants to doing that tip of the hat for them. It was awesome. And then I guess tomorrow they said, be in your seats at uh six 30. Cause they're doing a thing, a big thing tomorrow for him at Dodger stadium. So they already have the whole entire places. Then I am probably after we get off of here, probably going to order myself a new Dodgers hat with the Vin um, microphone on it. I think that's the new one they just put out. Uh, but RIP to both of them and Pat Carroll. I feel like Pat Carroll, um, you may not know what she looks like, but she has the most distinctive, mind you, listen to this. I have a very controversial thing. I don't consider her a villain in the movie because Ariel flat out signed a contract. Like it, it wasn't one of those things like, Hey, the, the hunter from Bambi that kills Bambi's mom is a bad guy. This person right here legitimately just gave her the options and said, Hey, look here, sign on the dotted line. She didn't read a contract. King Triton should have done better about having her teenage daughter learn how to read uh, contracts. <laughs> right, and she seeked her out, not her yep. seeking Ariel Correct. out. Yeah, but she and has like the said, most distinctive voice. Yeah, no, most distinctive voice. And if you look at any panels or whatnot that she's done, I mean, she, the the animators that did Ursula, really got the character of Pat Carroll. And um, yes, I don't. I want to say the looks, but the they take her looks and make her into that character and they did right. it. It's perfect. It's fitting. Like the first time I saw Pat Carroll, I'm like, 
huh, that's it. Why is she on, you know, Disney? And then it's like, what is she? And then, you know, she does the voice. I'm like, oh my gosh, that they did it perfect. Which, I mean, they did, you know, on all those movies back in the day, they've, you know, did it right. Yeah. And that's the one thing I do like is, is, like you said, it maybe it's somewhat of a likeness. So, um, RIP yeah. to both of them. Uh, we are going to move on, though. We got to move on to our parks piles because there's always so much stuff in the park piles. And I really, I don't know if you got it. You did not get one of them in the Disneyland Resort pile that I'm going to love. But we're going to start with the general, the new cast member name, name tags are coming to Disneyland for the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. Um, I know they're doing a lot of stuff around the area, not in Disneyland proper, but like at the Burbank studios and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, the, I didn't only, sh- the, only, the only thing I don't like about it is, um, it like, oh no, see this one, it doesn't have it. Um, <laughs> some of them were saying that you like you, um, that it would take away where they're, where they're from, what town that they were from. But on the picture that I see, it has it on it, unless it's an old one. So maybe you know what it might be though is people might jump the gun and see the demo, and maybe the demo doesn't have a. Which I personally, if it was a demo, I would put Anaheim because that's where you know it's at, kind of thing. But maybe it's right. just a typo. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's you know characters will be available, but not all Disney characters. Um, when I say characters like Mickey Mouse or whatnot, if you don't pick one, then Mickey Mouse will be the the default on it. So I don't know. Tigger all the way. If they let me do Tigger, I'll do Tigger. <sighs> yeah. Well, it says there's like, oh, did it say how many of them? No. Huh. But anyways, maybe it'll go under there because I like seeing them, um, especially it's like, oh, hey, you're from, you know, a town close to where I grew up in and whatnot. Which well, is that, cool. that, that's what I'm going to say. I'll never forget being in Disney World. And I was wearing my Joe Thornton shark shirt and this lady yelled, go Joe Thornton when I walked by and I was like, that's kind of random. And she was a cast member. And I remember her cause I was like, when you're in a different state as far away as Florida and someone's cheering you on, you're like, that's weird. And then we ended up running into her later and she told us we couldn't stand on the sidewalk to watch the parade. And I'm like, I look down and I go, you're from Manteca. That's so crazy. And she's like, well, I'm going to college here. And I'm like, that's awesome. So, yeah, I do like seeing the name tag thing because it kind of makes you, like, wonder, you know, where they're from. Especially Disney World when you go to, like, the Epcot and everyone's from different places. That's really cool seeing, you know, oh, they're from Venice. They're they're from, um, you know, somewhere in South America. They're from Japan. You know, it's just really cool seeing that. So hopefully it's on there. Um, nothing about Disneyland Resorts Abroad, but we do have a fat stack for Disney World. Um, first of which is um, Walt Disney World cast members are now using friend and other gender neutral terms to promote inclusivity. Um, along that same lines, I will jump the gun to Disneyland Resort that the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique has reopened and they have released a gender neutral outfit um, for those there because I believe they were mostly very effeminate. Um, mm-hmm. and there are some people who prefer the more masculine or more neutral outfits. So that is one thing that they have added. They did like a little parade kind of thing going to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. So that was kind of cool. Um, but back to that, you know, using friend and, um, 
it doesn't bother me at all. I know my Republican friends are like, this is, this is stupid. One of them that we know uh, in common who posts very random weird stuff on Facebook, um, Mr. DC, we'll call him Mr. DC, um, is going to hate this. He's going to say it's horrible. Um, but there's scientific proof that there's things that can that can prove certain things. So I'm okay with this. I also think it's a smart business move because how many times I was just watching a video with my son before we recorded of them doing those downhill Jeep runs where they do like the Barbie Jeeps and it goes Mm -hmm. downhill and it was called rednecks with paychecks. And I was like, this is going to not be good. And it, it was, had some sketchy parts, but it was clean. But this, this guy was going down and he goes, Oh, that's a chick. And he goes, Oh no, that's a dude. And obviously the event they were at, it doesn't matter, but that can ruin someone's self-esteem and you don't want to be that person. That's like, what's up? Obviously I don't think we count because I call everybody dude. You know, I call my son, dude. I call a dog, dude. I call, I call my wife, dude. Like it's just my, in my vernacular. But if you're like, Hey man, or, uh, you know, something like that, it just makes the friend thing. I mean, they're called cast members. They're performing and, you need to you need to you need to try and figure it away, and I think that's you know a good way to do it. Well, and they said they were going to do this a long time ago. It's actually it's kind of late. It's kind of late. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, but like, yeah, I understand. Has, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know last, what you're but, like you said, I think there's a lot of stuff that they'll say that they're doing. It's like, oh, you're you're kind of just now doing that. I think that would be kind of easy stuff to do right at the beginning and boom, 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 nip out a whole bunch of these small things, um, a lot of small things, and then kind of throw a couple big things in there. But, I mean, there there you go. I mean, kind of just the, the days and times that we're in, which, you know, 50, 60 years ago, there was stuff that was commonplace then, isn't now, as far as turns. Yeah, exactly. And, um, as um i don't know man i feel like both of us are professionals so when it comes to being a professional you need to um you need to basically be professional whether you like it or not you need to be professional so that's all i'll say about that um next guardians the galaxy cosmic rewind star wars rise of resistance seven dwarfs mind train and avatar flight of the pouches to be only individual lightning lane attractions at Walt Disney World. Now, to me, what that means is they basically realize that lightning lane is not doing great. So they're picking a handful of, of rides they know will they'll work no matter what. So Cosmic Rewind and Rise of the Resistance are the newest ones. So I'm sure everyone wants to ride those. Flight of the Passage is always busy. I ever been on it, but I've heard it's busy. And Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, same thing. So it just tells me that it's, it's, it failed. And this is their next step in trying to course correct their course mistakes. To do it. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it just stinks because, especially in Walt Disney World, and if they're doing it there, then it's just a matter. Of, granted, they have a lot more bigger attractions over there. Than they, you know, we do at Disneyland. Um, but still, in doing that, they could do this, and it doesn't affect that much. I mean, it still does, but they have a bigger pool right. to, you know, pull from. 
or over here, what there we have just a couple, and you throw this on the ones over here, then it's like, well, dude, I can't now I can't even do this, or I gotta fork out, you know, money to to get the the lightning lane. Um, and I didn't want to do that. I would have just gone early and got in standby, and that way I could write it once. Or with this, it's just, I think it's just another, another money I mean, grab. I mean, Di- Disneyland, <laughs> legitimately, all you have in California Adventure is Guardians of the Galaxy and... Um, cars. Cars, Radiator that's it. Springs. That's all you have in... Yeah, the new, new Spider-Man, well, that was a flop. Oh, you know what's funny is, so um, the wife's friend just went, and she was loving it. She, she hadn't been in forever. She went to Batu. I told her I'm very jealous. She loved the way the actors were acting. And then she also said, she's like, um, that game was so weird, I couldn't figure it out. Spider-Man, and I told her, I go, so it's a shooter game, right? And she's like, yeah. And I go, well, most people just figure they'll go over to Toy Story Mania, and we'll just do Toy Story Mania. Well, and the thing is, is it's a shooter game, but your hands is what shoots. You want to shoot faster, you got to move your hands more. You don't want to, then you don't. So, and that's what my that's what my sister said. My sister said that she goes, "It's super difficult to do it. We couldn't figure it out." Yeah, I mean, which is cool because that's what uh, Mr. J said too. He's like, "But I'll do it once to say I did it." see how cool it is he's like but then after that because he did it they did it twice when they were there and the second time he was recording with the 3d glasses over his phone and didn't play it at all he's like i kind of over it he's like if i want to you know do this i mean the technology and everything's cool that you're literally shooting webs out of your hands without having any apparatus in front of you like, right. but i would just rather go to toy story midway mania and and do that a lot better because that's you know you get more competition in it it's easier people aren't frustrated with it um it's simple kind of like a a point and click type game or that it's a point and pull but it's a carnival game so and i feel like i don't don't know if it has something to do with the fact that we we find more attachments to stuff like that because you know you know toy story you and me kind of grew up with toy story you know we were a little bit older but it's kind of more nostalgic for us so that's all yeah. i could think of is it's it has some nostalgia to it well, and i mean shoot, we were 10 years old when it came out it's 94 you were 10 was nine but i mean still so we were kind of like the same age as the kids in it you know more or less that, i mean that's true so i didn't even think about that God, that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, I feel super old now. Well, <laughs> you know, and so, like Tim said, eventually this will be coming to us. Um, I, I figure it's probably going to be delayed a little bit. They're probably going to wait to see how people react to the limitations that they have with it. Because I know sometimes people aren't a big fan of, right. you know, well, those first of all, set it, it, stuff. Yeah, first of all, Disneyland, they got to get the magic key thing there. You got to get people in the park for them to get the lightning lane. So you need to figure out the magic yeah. magic key thing first. Plus, yeah. with this, what I don't like about it is, and, you know, you send me hate mail or whatnot, Chris at Fumblecast.com, send it to him. Um, but I think it's a it's a Bob Iger thing. I mean, I'm sorry, Bob Chapek thing. And it's, oh, nope, it's good, it's good. People go, 40% of the people there get it. Like, yeah, but 
that's probably those numbers are probably skewed because everyone got it in the beginning to see what it's like. Yep. Um, but the thing is, is he's not going to let it die. He's got to keep it there. Um, what he really needs to do. Hey, you want to keep it? That's fine. But fix it. Make it right. Don't all of a sudden force people to get it because, oh, the only way to get on this ride is to buy the is to buy the lightning ring. You know, fix it. Make it right. Listen to your cons- constituents, basically. You know, like I don't know how I don't, I don't know how they're getting away with it. But, you know, it's like, oh, nope, this is mine. I'm going to go with it and and do, you know, hit the ground running. I mean, shoot. It, uh, yeah. Anyways, it's going to be I know he's going to be there for another three years, but it'll be interesting to see if he does stay there three years. What happens in like a year and a half from now, a year from now, just what's what's going on. But, you know, it's like just fix it. Don't put restrictions on it like they're doing right now on these rights. Just fix it. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. (laughs) That's just fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. You can still have the fast pass. And still put like a fast pass plus plus or whatever on it or max pass plus, and then and still have like a lightning lane thing on it, where <clears throat> hey you want to go on this ride, pay twenty bucks yeah you could go on, um, on uh, Rise of the Resistance but still have your, you know normal ones, uh, I I don't know, like I said that's why I, I was into be a Knots fan now but with all the freaking teenagers over there and how they need chaperones and everything going on down the road there. I don't know if I'm going to be a Knott's fan. Maybe I'll go to Legoland or something when the kid gets older. Yeah, well, I heard that Knott's is actually like a, a dead zone now because they're not letting the kids go um, crazy over there. Well, I mean, there you go. Look, they had a problem. They fixed it. And now it's, I mean, whether they're, you know, not being there, but I bet you that's what people did. Oh, it's not Disney. It's not. So we're going to let just dump our kids off and go. It's cheap. Hey, here's a hundred bucks. See you later. Go away. I don't care. I don't see that happening at Disneyland. Um, but at Knott's, you know, and all it takes is just a bad group of kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's it is what it is. So we'll see. Um, right. So this yeah, one is so this this one's weird. So they are repa- the repainting has begun on Goofy's Van Disney Vacation Club billboard at Walt Disney World. Everyone was freaked out that it wasn't uh, that it was going to come down. Yeah, yeah. Don't know. <laughs> That's why I put it in there. I'm like, okay, last week or the week before it was. Oh, it's the next one on the chopping block. Probably because it had scaffolding up around it, maybe. And now, oh no, they're just repainting it. So, there you go. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're going to do a bait and switch and they're going to gonna rip it out and not tell people. <laughs> right, or they're going to paint it and then rip it out so that when they put it back in, it's got a fresh coat of paint on it. That would be kind of funny. Right, they got they got to use some money in the budget and then, then they'll rip it out. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny. Right. Um, the 2023 Walt Disney World calendar has arrived for 16.99, which is great. Um, Grogu Loungefly ear headband at Walt Disney World for 35.99. I did see this one, and it's actually pretty cute. It's kind of a different um, thing right. than like the, the normal is, headband. Usually, Loungefly fly, lounge fly is like the backpacks or whatnot. I haven't really heard of them doing the headband. 
yes, they do some matching headbands for the backpacks, but they're like um, a fashion type headband, not yeah. like the ear yeah. band, but headband. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is kind of a little bit different, but we're gonna see. Um, first, Walt Disney World cultural representatives arrive in Florida as program finally returns. Um, there you we'll go. See You're how... just talking about it now. You get to see, you know, the people back there with their name tags on on where they're from since they weren't. So there. here's something. So for those that don't know, only reason why I know this is because I have friends who are Italian, and basically, um, I tested the theory about whether or not these people are truly where they're from. So I asked one of the girls, and she's like, "Yeah." She goes, um, "They come to our countries, and they." They, they offer college and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, they recruit. Um, but this one guy, he said he was very adamant. He said, I'm from Sicily. And Sicilians are very much like, they do not like Italians at all. Mainland Italians. Because the rumor is that Sicilians are get treated like the redheaded stepchild of Italy. So I've heard when they're here, the Sicilians treat the Italians very poorly. And that was a hundred percent confirmed to me because he was yelling at the, one of the girls that was said she was from Italy, and he said he was from Sicily. And then we went to the Japanese food where they cook in front of you, and the lady had a very thick accent, and she was like, "Where are you from?" And we go California, and she nodded like she knew. And the family with us said Nebraska, and she had this look on her eyes like they just literally told her they were from the moon because she had no idea where it was she had nothing she had no clue and they said the middle and she's okay and my favorite thing of the whole trip i tell this story to anyone who goes to disney world is that our chef his, his name was pete and so it's japanese style the guy next to us barely spoke english great and this guy walks up and she goes this is pete your chef because that's what they, they do at the restaurant they introduce him and he goes, my name's Pete, and I'm from Pensacola. And he says, Japan. Mind you, this man was extremely Asian looking. And I laughed because he played it straight the whole time. And then he laughed afterwards because, like, everyone's expecting him to have an accent like everybody else. But he's from Pensacola, Florida. and has a southern accent. And that was my favorite part about the trip, though, was is I'm never going to forget that the rest of my life. And Disney World makes everything so magical in that. So... You know, I'm glad they're bringing the people from the different countries back because it does make it feel more authentic. A lot of them are very excited to be there. So I do feel like you get better service, weirdly, because it's almost like if you go to um, the Italian restaurant in Disney World, which is the um, Lady in the Tramp, which what it was there. I don't know what it is now, but they had Lady in the Tramp in Magic Kingdom. That service is horrible. We had Italian at the actual Epcot Italian one, and it felt like, we were saying we're eating at a five-star restaurant and it wasn't it felt very italian very close tables very full and it, it was just a great experience so and i think the people from the other countries make that make it the experience is what it is oh yeah no exactly yeah we ate uh there one time when we went <clears throat> and then um i did the moroccan one as well just because i was kind of feeling that Curious. Did that um on fourth of july and i specifically did that one because that one is on the water where all the other ones kind of sit back off the water. So we got uh, a table there at dinner and got to watch the fireworks, uh, especially with it being 4th of July. They do a little extra one as well. So mm -hmm. it was good food, awesome. good food, good people. 
I think it was called like the spice room or spice something, obviously, because we're all okay. their spices, but no, it, was, it was very good. Um, we did get the Walt Disney World is removing the last of the COVID-19 uh, warning signs. So uh, there we go with that. Um, be our guest in Cinderella's Royal Table Reservation during Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party to open August 9th. So if you're one of the ones that uh, needs to get on there. Yep. Jump on do it. Do it ASAP. It's gonna be, they're going to be gone. Fast. Yep. Um, teenage girl violently shaken by woman in mouse ears, leopard print, leopard print shirt, and jean shorts over nighttime show viewing space at Dizzy's Hollywood Studios. Dude, I, I don't oh get my it. god literally like, so literally, like literally said, like what connor says i think it's just it's always happened just being more relevant but it's like every week there it's not one story it's like two or three stories well i mean right here possibly drunk man punches a girlfriend in chest then knocks infant out of stroller to the floor at his hollywood studios Jeez, i think hollywood i think studios. the problem i think the problem is is that disneyland um it's a destination, but if you're a local, it's just a pain in the butt to get there if you don't live close by. So no one really wants to just go there. Disney World, you have to go to it. So if you're yeah. a local, you ha- no matter what you do, you're you driving to, to it. Yeah. So it, I think a lot of it has to do with they basically they're going there. Yep. So only two breaks. I found the mute button on my uh, soundboard so I can mute it when he yells. That helps. Um, but yeah, the, talking about the incidences, I, I, like like I said, it, it's a destination. So I think people go there, they get inebriated. And and I've noticed like multiple, multiple, multiple places. Um, it's always one person's intoxicated or there's always, a, you could tell there's a, there's a DD somewhere around. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Just interesting, but hey, I I love it. It's funny just seeing everything that goes on there. It it is and, pretty and, funny, and it's funny. It's over like, I mean, in my opinion, dumb stuff. Like, you know, uh, was it? Sorry, I'm reading the article now, and you know, basically, this was, um. Yeah, the cast members were asking the trio to move, redirecting them to a different area. When the Gorilla family came in contact with the suspect, the suspect thought the trio was cutting in front of the group, even though the girl's father apologized, saying, excuse me. Um, the suspect's group said they were there first. Uh, the girl removed herself from the situation, and then the suspect confronted her. So, I mean, there you go. You can try to do the right thing, and then they confront them. And it's over, like you said, like a spot in, you know, the fireworks um you know i you know think that they it's not worth it man on the on the line or something like that when it's like do you know what's what's going on um you know and i don't like people you know especially if it's you know you can kind of tell you know the person's like mm, are you really like here or something and i kind of make a make a point just to see how the person acts like I see him coming. And I kind of like, there's only one way like around our group and I kind of block it just to see the yep. reaction of the person. And like, do they try to like squeeze through? You can see him like kind of panicking. 
you know, but if they say, oh, you know, excuse me, my group's up, like being nice about it, okay, cool, go on through um, on it. But yeah, it's, you know. I uh, Most people I've, um, you know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like a lot of people, the people have mostly calm at the parks, but there's always that one outburst that just makes you go, what, what uh, why do I never see that when I'm there? You know, I've seen people get mad about stupid stuff, but I've never seen this craziness before when I'm there. Right, right, exactly. Maybe, maybe just bad stuff doesn't follow you. I guess not. I got to put those positive vibes out there. Um, (laughs) And last thing in the Disney World pile. And I know you're sad about this because I know you really put a bit in it, even though they reduced the price. Golden Oak Mansion at Walt Disney World Resort finally sells after prices reduced by four million. Yeah, if you got to reduce the price by four million, that means that house is um is uh yeah pretty pricey. Here's the thing well, though, I mean, so I mean, granted, it's Golden Oaks. <laughs> but here's the thing though, everyone talks about prices, prices, prices. When the housing market crashed, I have family that does real estate in L.A., and they're like, let's say you're Brad Pitt, and you have a twenty million dollar home, and you got to sell it. You want to offload it now. Do you think Brad Pitt cares about selling it for $16 million? Losing $4 million on that sale if he's got to sell it? No. And that right. was the problem is a lot of these people, they just, they don't need that. That cut seems like a lot to like to us, but I'm sure that was just a drop in the bucket. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, so it was uh, an 8,000 square foot mansion. So, I mean, you know, it's got a little bit of room in it. You know, I guess it could be cramped to some people's lifestyles. Originally on for sixteen million, but didn't receive any interest until the price was reduced to twelve. Yeah, not long after a deal was reached. So I guess that four million. I mean, if it's gonna move, it's gonna move. So, and there was probably something inside of the deal as well as the four million dollar drop. So, right. Oh, it's nice. It's home to four suites: the Dream Suite, Castle Suite, Four Seasons Suite, and Mickey Suite. Oh, that's that's nice. Hmm. Yeah, private all special, six bedrooms, nine bathrooms, two kitchens, and plenty of Disney-inspired touches. I just Airbnb that bad boy. <laughs> Which um, is probably can, but... The next thing... Um, next thing we got is the Disneyland pile, which Holiday at the Disneyland Resort dates announced with the full list of entertainment and ride overlays. I have heard people are freaking out because there's some people that are coming back that haven't been there in a couple years. So people are really excited for certain entertainment. Um, right. So, well, sure. uh, um, I mean, Halloween season starts in less than a month away. I just saw September 2nd to, I think it goes to October 31st. Cause like the day after Halloween is like, it's done. Yeah, it's they they start early with Halloween because they just want to get it was which is dumb to me because Coco is Dia de la Muerte themed. That's a moneymaker right there. I love Coco and I love mm-hmm. the Dia de la Muerte theme. And I do think they would capitalize on that. Yeah, no, exactly. But it's crazy because I mean, you get like the the Halloween time stops at Halloween. Then you have like those couple weeks of fall because then everything's switching over to Christmas overlays or whatnot. And then it's Christmas until, you know, after the first of the year. Yep. So, like you said, the only way to really capitalize with Halloween is putting it, you know, before Halloween. But it's weird that it, like, stops right at Halloween 
normally be like, oh, and, you know, a week after, they still have Halloween time here, but nope. It's like next day, it's like, oh, pumpkins are gone and stuff's out. Which, what's funny is, um, I feel like the reason why they start Halloween so early, too, is because they, they want to do the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay, because that's basically, they can, um, uh, has, it's basically easy to just go there and, oh, look, it's Haunted Mansion's laid over for four months, basically. Right. September yeah. to January, I think that January like twelfth is what they go to. So yeah, it's January sixth, January twelfth, January eighth. I think whatever. Yeah, I think it all coincides with whatever like that last weekend is um, on it or how it how it goes. Yeah. Um, next, they have the Indiana Jones Holy Grail and Crystal Skull are now available at Disneyland Resort for four nine ninety nine. I do love that Holy Grail. Yep, it's gone. That's the picture that they had was one of the Holy Grail. And it's funny because I just like watched it um, just the other day. Good old, good old Indiana Jones. Great movie. Um, right. Here's what's weird. So they have the Grogu Loungefly ears. Why are they $39.99 at Disneyland only $35.99 at Disney World? I don't know. Shipping. That's weird. And they have the native shoes for fifty nine ninety nine available at Disneyland Resort. Um, the Haunted Hitch Mansion Hitchhiking Ghost Socks arrive at Disneyland Resort for fourteen ninety nine, which they do try to capitalize on this quite a bit. And then, right, and I thought like the socks, I'm like oh, that's kind of cheap for socks. But then I was looking at them, ah, I don't know, I don't like the they're cheap socks. Yeah, so they're cheap socks. So now they're like, yeah, I mean. I wouldn't pay that much for them because I thought they were. Cause I got like socks from like the boardwalk in Santa Cruz or whatnot. And those are like 20 bucks. Um, but they're nice socks. I use them golfing and they hold up really well. Um, and so like these ones, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I look at the picture, I'm like, no, no. They're just cheap, expensive socks, <laughs> which I was disappointed in because it's cool. I mean, they got the cool design on them, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, well, not lastly, there's one thing you didn't put on here that's very big. Like, I can't believe you missed it. Uh, fresh paint appears on the hills above Mickey's Toontown during reimagining at Disneyland, which makes me think all the exterior stuff is done. So they're basically trying to polish the outside, which I wouldn't be surprised if they finish everything on the outside and then reopen Toontown to let people in and then just kind of redo the uh, finish the ride there. Um, but the big one. The big one. There is rumors the People Mover is coming back to Disneyland. Yeah, it's rumor. It's a very credible rumor everywhere I've seen it. I've seen it multiple different websites. Yeah, and no, I saw I've heard a lot about <clears throat> a lot about it, but yeah, I mean <clears throat> we've heard it a long time. Um and I wanna know if it does come back because I know their biggest hurdle was um ADA compliance um, because mm-hmm. how are you going to have somebody <clears throat> if that ride breaks down or you need an evac and it's there in the middle of the Tomorrowland walkway and you have uh, somebody there that needs assistance, how are you going to get them down? Um, so, yeah. And I heard that the tracks are like crumbling and need a lot of work. So, 
we'll see. Well, I mean, and they said that, that basically the rumor is that it's supposed to be a part of the reimagining of Tomorrowland because I, th- we talked about this so many times. It's been a long time coming. They're going to rip out a bunch of stuff out of Tomorrowland because it's just not Tomorrowland anymore. You have to update stuff. Spaceships, great. That's good. But Star Wars has its own land now. I'm sorry, but Star Tours has got to go. Star Tours has got to go from that area or change it. Yeah, or ch- yeah, I'd say change change it. I mean, because that technology is still very relevant, even though it was done in um, late '80s, early '90s. Yeah. Um, on it, and I guess the only reason, or I shouldn't say it, rumored is, is why they didn't move it back to uh, where Galaxy's Edge was. That is like they had to take those ride units, like cut a hole through the ceiling, and basically crane them out that way. Um, that won't be worth it. Want to <laughs> didn't want to do it, but yeah. I mean, thing is, well, and they could do something similar back there because now they're introducing, um, like Boba Fett back there. He's from the you know original trilogy, and you got that you know Star Tours, which is kind of you know original trilogy with, yeah. You know, I mean, it's destinations, but you could put that however you want it. You could put something back there like that. Because um, I'll be curious to see if they take that away, the backlash on that, which I don't think there should be, but it's been there for so long. But then, like you said, the other thing is, is you have a whole new, you know, biggest expansion ever besides when the park was being built. Right. That just That just happened. And there's room to expand back there as well. So, you know. I, I if they do it, uh, I'd be fine with it because as soon as they took out the uh, the Kessel Run out of it, I didn't really care for it anymore because that was like the best part. Oh, I'm sorry, not the Kessel Run, the Trench Run. Um, that was like the best part of it. Oh um, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they, they switched because they switched they switched it to mostly the Jakku stuff. Yeah, exactly. And once the the prequel trilogies came in, started doing that. They had the Naboo um, one where you crash. You know what though? The Naboo one is the, the Naboo the one is the one that scared me the most because the Naboo one is the one where you go up and that thing pokes through the glass. Yeah. I remember the first time that oh, scared yeah. me so bad. It, yeah, I puckered up on that one. Um, which that is cool, one but scared then, me. then it's like you're leaving. It's like okay, that was cool. I may have left a little something on the seat back there, but I'll give it to you, Disney. That was a good one. And, um, and the thing is, is what I think is really cool, for those of you who haven't been on any of these rides before, maybe you're living us living vicariously through us. One thing I do love about Disney is the uniqueness is when you're watching the pre-flight video for how you get in and check in, there's legitimately regular people on the video, and then there's legitimately a Wookiee, a baby Wookiee, and then like random aliens being sitting in the seats so they make it feel like oh it's just really a transport it's just not you know what i mean like it's just a great feeling that you know with everything so i'm sure they're gonna do right by us and with this tomorrowland reimagining they got that big building they're not doing anything with oh yeah well there's a couple it, there's two big buildings they're not doing anything with the tomorrowland theater where captain eo and everything was at and then the basically the old carousel of progress um, I forgot about the Captain EO thing where they had Star Wars launch bay and everything. Those are, t- you know, two big buildings right there, take up a lot of square footage. And even the Captain EO one is 
is good too. I mean, that technology is still cool. I mean, it's a 4D ride, almost similar to like a Bug's Life. You know, yep. you throw something in there, um, and half the time they'd use it for a movie um, preview of coming out. You know, whether it be Moana or yeah, like Story of the Jedi in there. It's like, okay, you're using the theater, but you're using the seats and the screen. You're not using like the whole 4D, you know, the floor moving type deal. Yeah. Um, on it, so. I mean, hopefully D23 comes out with, you know, a reimagining of Tomorrowland. Haven't heard any rumors of it. And if they don't, then it's like, okay, it's not, there's nothing's ever going to come. Yeah, no. Because uh, cause I, I know why they drug their feet the first time at the old Carousel of Progress building. Because I remember when we went in 2017, 16. Uh, I, th- I think it was 16. They had all the Iron Man suits there. They had like the whole top floor. The whole top floor was Avengers, like Marvel. The bottom floor was Star Wars. And that was basically, they started after shortly was the meet and greets with Boba Fett and the cantina. And, um, this is before they brought in Kylo Ren and it was only Darth Vader. And then they also did the thing where they had like the layout for what Galaxy's Edge was supposed to look at. And it was like a big event type thing. So, um, oh, yeah, they had we're going to see the what model, they do. Like the 3D model in there or something. Yeah, the 3D model and laid out like you see with all the Walt, old school Walt videos where he goes and looks at the park from above. So, yeah. Well, fingers crossed we'll be reporting back to you. Great stuff from D23. We don't know yet, but I want to take everyone, take the time to thank everyone. Uh, Connor from ConCon's Cantina. Uh, thank you to Mr. J for always reporting back stuff from the parks. Uh, Mr. Stranger for uh, playing games with us and getting an awesome win in Fortnite yesterday when Tim was busy uh, taking his meeting. Um, and everyone who always listens is greatly appreciated. So uh, for the FOMO cast, I am Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.